You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Take one. Knock, knock. Good ass. We're Stephen and Dana, and we can't believe you thought I'd look in podcast. podcast. We're so glad you're listening to it. We would never listen to it. I don't even want to listen to it to edit it. I don't even want to wake up in the morning. We're Stephen and Dana, and we're in the room. Head voice today on this Sunday early afternoon. We are in our hoodies mm-hmm. because why else would we be in any other? I mean, kind of the, attire. My, my kind of my at home outfit is kind of just a hoodie and like Do just you have pants on. I have pants on because it's cold. Is that indecent it's of chilly. me? Chilly. So you have the okay. sweats and you have the hoodie, but like, there's no T-shirt. Oh. It's like just... Do your nipples chafe? Not in this hoodie. This hoodie's <laughs> as old as I am. Did you get it at a thrift store, or is it actually your own no, from the this 90s? Is, I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my hot dog on a stick sweatshirt, which was like one of the food kiosks in the mall growing up. Oh my god. That is like vintage. It's Thousand Oaks. I got this at a thrift store. I got this at Buffalo Exchange in Astoria right before I left, and it's really cozy. A thrift store. Well, it's a fancy one as far as thrift stores go. I love that episode of Broad City where uh, they're trying to like sell a bunch of shit because she needs the cash for something, and she's like, we can give you $25 in cash or $3,871 store credit. <laughs> I've definitely been there, been there, done that with Buffalo Exchange. <laughs> I think I have maybe $17 credit that I've had for seven years, so. Great, great rate of return. Well done. Um, I am coming at you all from Watoma, Wisconsin. Yeah, you did a little. Hi, <laughs> I will be here for a couple months hanging out with my dad. Um, You're going to come back. It'll be a whole new season. I know. I'm so excited. We got four inches last night of snow, so we're going to go snowshoeing. Is that what the kids are calling it now? <laughs> of snow? Of snow. But it's nice. There's a little fireplace. There's a gym downstairs. There's space. I just walk around for fun. I'm just walking around because I can. Like upstairs, downstairs. off. Two bathrooms. I'm walking around. I'm upstairs. I'm downstairs. I'm walking on all the stairs. I'm walking on stairs. <laughs> it's like I've never been anywhere before in my life. Um, yeah, so that's where I am and where I'll be for quite some time. Very cool. Yeah. 
I'm still in Washington Heights. <laughs> Famously, one would say. Coming at you from my podcast perch. Yes, podcast perch. And yeah. your your online store venue. Yeah, Home the base. online store is booming. The e-commerce is in full swing. You guys, if you haven't heard, you may be new to the podcast. If you are, uh, welcome. Welcome in I can't imagine you'd be new, but if you are, if it's 2021 and you're like, oh, I need a new podcast, what's this? That sounds like they know what's going on. They're in rooms. They have their names. They sound hip. They sound hip. Uh, Welcome. And Stephen has an online store called allinktothat.com. You are rolling out product like that honey well it certainly looks that way but really i mean it kind of does itself because each you know i kind of sell the same wares with each different um piece on it so if i make one artwork that's i think four or five new products products meaning mugs t-shirts prints Mm -hmm. uh sweatshirts Sweatshirts? iphone and samsung cases (laughs) i'm i'm so sorry i am so sorry but if you like a black and white print of a diva or like a mandy do you have a mandy patinkin yet not yet but um that google image search has certainly (laughs) happened i'm i was gonna say it's mostly divas like you have your uh uh, Jennifer Lewis's, you have your Judith Light, you have your Mary Testa, you have your Bette Midler, you have your Elaine Strick. But there's also the Hal Prince and the Stephen Sondheim and the Jason right. Robert Brown. And Hello. The, um, what's it? Oh, Peter Gallagher. 100%. Dreamy Peter Gallagher. No, I love it. I love it so much. And I was just... Thank you. You know, gushing over your content, Hanny. Um... Would you like to share what I got you for the holidays? I was going to ask if I could. You can. Well, it's a visual. Maybe we'll put it in like the little Instagram swipey slide. Because oh, I'd that's like, fun. I would like our listeners to see it. Um, mm-hmm. Stephen has, has expanded to beach towels. <laughs> <laughs> so his prints can go on a beach towel. And I opened this gift for Krausmas. And I could tell what it was immediately by the leopard print, but I undo the towel and it is mother of black Hollywood herself, Jackie Washington, Jennifer Lewis, Jennifer Lewis, high kicking for the gods on a beach towel, full leg extension. High it kick from a book. incredible. High kick from a book. It's incredible. I can't wait to use it. I can't wait to sit on it. I can't wait to dry myself off with it. It's very, it's crisp white. The quality is such that you would want from a bath. It's V lush. Yeah, it's V lush, and the print looks really great on it. And I, um, <laughs> I'm the coolest now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. What a nichey, what a nichey towel to have. So, first well, of all. listen, the towel started with the Samantha Jones with the chips and dip and the big hat. I mean, that was born to be on a beach towel. When I saw beach towel, I mean, I really only just wanted to put the one thing on a beach towel. 
Right. But I knew that I knew that um, Team Jennifer Lewis was a favorite of yours. Yes. So I made a special order, and um, who knows? Maybe like the day that this drops, I'll release the Jennifer Lewis one. Oh, how exciting! Well, I think that is a great. Well, first of all, everyone. Happy 2021. Oh, yeah. We're off to a rousing start. that to the beginning in post. (laughs) I'm not cutting shit. Uh, No, welcome. And it's been a roller coaster of emotions on this end. We started out with a literal bang. And now we have, like, that gorgeous inauguration this past week. Yeah. Um, Gorge. This is when we're recording it. It was last week. Um, Just Amanda Gorman. Are you kidding me? Future guest of this podcast. (laughs) We spoke about this already, but like, what a queen. What a queen. Beyond. Beyond. She's royalty at this. She's like American royalty. My actual favorite part of that whole day is that it started with a flurry of snow. And then the sun came. Really? Yeah, that was my favorite part. I remember waking up, it was snowing here, but like watching on TV... It started with snow. Just little flurries. Nothing invasive. Nothing that was going to, like, bring in the chairs. But, like, we all kind of, as a country, watched the sun come out. (gasps) And that felt Can you feel a brand new day? That felt I mean, can you? And then, um, obviously, the Bernie memes are the country collectively laughing for the first time. In God knows how long. Yeah. Uh, Over something that's actually funny and not something that's terrifying. Right. Um, And I think both sides can laugh at Bernie. It's just a funny... Bernie's neutral. Bernie's nude, for sure. Because nobody's going to get a reaction out of him. So they're like, (laughs) it's funny. It's funny, no matter where you put him. And it's what, been... That was, what, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so four days later, and I'm still seeing new ones. They're still making me laugh. I'm not bored of them. No, they're not getting old. I put it, did I show you what I did with mine yesterday? I put it in one of our family pictures of them in the background in the living room. (laughs) Still funny. Still funny. Still funny. And I love all the Broadway ones. Those are tickling my giblet. Yes, I can't wait to see what you do with them for... um, (laughs) Broadway fanatic on Broadway <laughs> demand. He deserves it and in a good natured way. And that mitten shop is getting some good press too. Cause they're like, yeah, she's a teacher. Yes. I love. And, and he took that picture, threw it on a sweatshirt that's now sold out, but $45 on the Bernie website. And it all like goes to charity. Hello. It all goes Hello. somewhere good. I shouldn't say charity, but it goes somewhere well, that isn't his pocket. A nonprofit, and sure. Is yeah. Doing good for something. How do we transition from Fears. Bernie memes into uh, our new little mini series that we're going to be doing, which I'm very excited well, that's about? Easy alliteration. It's alliteration. Take it away. Bernie Broadway blind spot. Take it away, ladies and gentlemen. To kick off twenty. 21, Dana and I are bringing you a mini-series which we have lovingly named Broadway Blind Spot because everybody has one. Has multiple. I was going to say some are larger than others. Oh, uh, Jennifer Ashley Tepper is the only one who I think probably knows everything about every show that's ever been written. 
fight me on it. Don't you wonder what Jen Tepper's Broadway blind spot I is? I do, and I would love to have her on and really grill her on promises, promises. I, I don't know. She knows everything. <laughs> what is... 70 hey Jen, what do 70. you know about Barnum? Exactly. She probably knows a lot. So what we're going to take advantage of the time and like do some education because when Broadway comes back we got to be brushed up on our history. Thank you and we're going to do shows that people should know these are going to be classics they're not going to be real obscure like 70 girls 70 you know these are big shows that we both should know and I'm, I'm excited. Especially you Dana like you have a you produce Broadway Fanatic. Yes. You have Broadway Podcast exactly and and you don't know anything i know a lot but yeah the thing about broadway fanatic is some people will like do a covid parody to a song from shrek and i'm here googling like what song is that from shrek i've never seen shrek the musical well it's certainly part of our broadway blind spot i am learning I'm learning. So what we're doing is we're taking advantage of all of the filmed, um, mostly musicals, but some plays, I think. Taking advantage of filmed theater. Yes. Um, or legitimately we're allowing some movie musicals based on how good an adaptation <laughs> exactly. it is. Um, but yeah, taking advantage of everything that is out there and uh, seeing how one or both of us does uh, with seeing it for the first time. We'll talk about... And kind of figuring out why we missed it. Exactly. And we'll talk about, you know, the things that we know just kind of offhand without Googling too much. Yeah, what's like cultural information that we've just sort of pieced together about whatever show it is and what do we know and what do we not know but not for long. You know, as a performer who's been in many reviews, of course yes, I've heard a million corner of the skies never seen the show but there are some songs that I know like the back of my hand like Joanna from Sweeney Todd. I know that because Megan Mullally put it on one of her albums. (laughs) I know the versions that have been redone by pop star like I know the Barbara Streisand version of um, Not While I'm Around for example mm-hmm. that's how I was introduced to it I'm like oh yeah that's that's from this show but you have no idea what the song's about contextually speaking uh, contextually in the show no I know that she mm-hmm. was singing it f- as a you know homage to her son in the Is concert that our next miniseries um <laughs> Barbara Blindspot? Barbara Blindspot, yes. And I will school you, Hanny. I will school you. Yes. But no, that's Listen, that's the flavor. Get, get Lauren Frost on the phone. Get Lauren I Frost will. on Actually, the phone. Actually, that's on, that's on the list. But that's the flavor of Broadway Blindspot. And we're going to do kind of show by show. And uh... show by show. I think it'll be really fun. I like yeah. the only thing I love more than like theater and champagne is watching people do things for the first time sure and you know what i want to say this too i've seen a lot of shows my playbill stack is huge i see shows all the time but i am not someone who goes back and listens to the cast album so once i've seen for example how to succeed in business without really trying i was listening to all that music today like it was the first time i'd ever heard it which 
let's be honest. Have, if I've heard it once, yeah, my second time is going to be like the first time I've heard it. But we're going to do the best we can. Yeah. What I can promise is that we will all come out of this a little bit Broadway smarter. Thank you. So we hope you enjoy. Let's dive in. Dana, it's come to my attention from you telling me (laughs) that you have never seen Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. It is a sore subject. I know it's something that I should know. I know it's like canon. I know women have been in it, like the ladies, uh, the Lansburys, the the Lepones, if you will. And I haven't seen it. I know some of the music. Actually, I know a lot of the music. Can I tell you what I know? Yeah, I would love for you to tell me the bits you do know. Okay. Um, outside of me singing them uh, at the duplex. And I do want to say, I have not even seen the Johnny Depp movie because I know better. It's a, Thank it's you. It's been on my list to watch the OG version. Coincidentally, it's been on my list to watch the movie musical again because I only saw it that first time and I feel like I need to remember why it's so bad but I can't bring myself to do it. Got it. Got it. Can't do it. Well, I would like to tell our listeners it is on Amazon Prime, the OG version with Lansbury. Yes. Now, if my memory serves, and I guess I can do some Googling while you're doing some Googling, but I believe that this is, this is not filmed on Broadway. I believe this was filmed in Los Angeles. <gasps> Interesting. Um, as part of the tour. Okay. Is that correct? Okay. It says 1982 by it. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, obviously it's Lansbury. It is not Lynn Carey. It's Ju- George Hearn, who's incredible. Um, and you, you have, I'd say a handful of original cast and a couple not, but it is the original production. Um, sure. So to be clear, as seen on Broadway. when I say OG version, that's what I mean, I guess. Yes. Okay. So what do I know? I know to tell a Sweeney Todd, and you know why I know that? Do you know why I know that? <laughs> why? Because Leah Delaria sang it on one of her albums, her jazz albums. You're right. And it's incredible. You're right. And I was like, ah, obviously this is from Sweeney Todd because it's like, I'll tell the tale of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> so that's how I know that. And that's going to be great. Like the story of how I know a lot of things. It's by singers and Do you artists. know like... Do you know, like, the legend of Sweeney Todd? Like, the story? The original, like, the lore? I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. Oh, interesting. Is it based on a book? I, I certainly... Or, like, well, the lore? Y- yes, but, I mean, it's it's based on a, allegedly, a real person. Um, allegedly, there was a real Benjamin Barker. Um, I when I was in London, I went to where the barber shop allegedly sat. Get out! Yeah, I have a picture um, of myself like in front of. It's nothing to see, 
but like I asked somebody, I was like, will you take a picture of me with this behind me? And they're like, this? Oh my god. Like, yeah, bitch. But yeah, like, actual, actual tale turned, you know, like, story turned lore. Um, so that will be fun for you to discover. I mean, you're going to learn the story. I don't want to give too much away, so I'm not telling you, like, no, but I like the these Genesis little, story. like, uh, moments. I have these a book, good. actually, that's, like, like informational Sweeney Todd and not musical Sweeney Todd uh, somewhere on my shelf. Fun fact, if you did not hear our episode with Frank Fravor, go back and listen to that. Mm-hmm. He is the person who... God, that was such a good day. Yeah, he, he designed that iconic poster, the original. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he gave us little prints of it. He gave us little signed prints. And I love that Brand because so I assume it, it informs what the show's about. Like, you look at it, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, uh, I, he even said in the interview, the end of Act One is that pose mm. that he drew. Mm. So it informed, you know, an iconic image. Yeah. His rendering. I know Greenfinch and Lynette Bird... Don't even come for me, Stephen. I know it only because no. of I've never heard it before in my life, except for the person who created on Voicey the hashtag uh, Broadway Remix Challenge. His name is Edward yeah. Moere, and he it was so good. He's a queen, and he just he thought it was so stupid, and it made him laugh. So he started it to see if it would catch on, and it did. And Did it ever? He's, he's sitting there with like a Rihanna remix behind him, just singing "Great Vision in It," and I was like, "I think that's from Sweeney Todd." It's amazing. I know the I know the title. I've never heard it sung. I don't know it. Listen, I stand by it. I love that song. It's not one that I just like listen to yeah. all the time, but I love that song, and I do have favorite versions of that song, and. Let me tell you. What are your favorite versions? And somewhat. My favorite version of it is Harold Blackwell celebrating Sondheim at Carnegie Hall. Okay. It's on YouTube. You can watch her singing it. She, gorgeous gown. And her voice is um, otherworldly. It's so good. It's so good. Take note, because when I do my watch of it, I do want to go and watch some, like, YouTube clips of performances mm-hmm. of the songs by different people, because I think that's also, like, supplemental information. I would say that's a good one, just because it's, it's my favorite, and I would like for you to have seen Amazing. it. Um, the next thing I want to say is that I know the song Joanna, because Mega Mullally sings it on one of her albums. Fierce. I believe. I love this context. It's a great version. Yeah, it is. It is on. <laughs> I want to ask you a question about Joanna, but I don't want to ruin it. So um, remind me that I have a question about Joanna after you've seen it. Okay, so Mega Mullally sings it with her her previous band that she had the supreme music program it is on an album called the sweetheart break-in and good god is that a great album it has joanna on it it has surabaya johnny on it it has and 10 cents a dance (laughs) 
some Randy Newman songs. <laughs> My God. I mean, it's such a niche album. So if you like uh, singer-songwriters and Megan Mullally singing them, that's a good album. What else do I know? That might be it. Pretty Women. Is that from that? Okay, mm-hmm. so okay, so I've been in a review where the men sang Pretty Women. Or, or, and also Barbara Streisand sings it too. It's an, part of a medley. Yes. In one of her concerts. Pretty Women. Da, 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 da. Pretty Women. Love it. Oh my yeah. God, I had no idea Love. that was in this. So I know that. Oh, and I know Not While I'm Around via Barbara. And uh, I think that's on her Broadway album. I do too. And scene. I mean, that's all I know. I know Angela Lansbury is like an iconic, this is an iconic role for her. I've heard her sing bits and pieces. Like I've heard heard her in that voice. Um, I don't know much about the Lapone version, actually. I haven't heard it. But I'm excited. You can listen to it after you know the story a little bit, and you can hear Lauren Molina sing Greenfinch and Lineberg. Yes, past guest. She's part of the um, Skivvies. Do you want to say how you came to know Sweeney Todd, oh or God. do you want to save that for the second chapter? Well, uh, just like a little more trivia um, is that um, the current home of Wicked, the Gershwin Theater, previously the Eurus Theater, is where... It played, and that's a huge theater. Yes. I always like to remember that. That's like one of Broadway's biggest houses. I don't think it's the biggest, but I could be wrong. Um, and that's just interesting to me. I, I don't, I've certainly never seen um, a Sondheim musical on a huge stage. I'm always seeing them in the smaller theaters because they're so. Yeah, they're intimate. Intimate. They're yes. so. Yes. So, uh, that that always strikes me as interesting. And it had success both here and the West End. There's been a bunch of revivals. A movie. It's obviously hugely famous. It's a big <laughs> it's one. It's a big one. It's a big one. And I, I, I'm, you know, I'm kicking my own ass for that. I don't even know how I came to know. It. I was I was so young. I think I just did my Into the Woods thing when I was two through five. Um, and then after that, I think it was just get them another one by Sondheim. Right. And that's kind you of were on a Sondheim how path. I learned them. It was it was the next the next one I got. I think I knew Sweeney before I knew Sunday in the Park, though. Interesting. I think Sweeney came early maybe even after into the woods it was very early it was very early oh now i want to re-listen to the leah delaria version i didn't listen to that in a long time you'll get to (laughs) but you have to watch first i will so i'm go in with the clean pad i'm going to watch this week i'm going to watch Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, the 1982 version, which is available on Amazon Prime. We are going to regroup for part two and release this as a full Sweeney Mm -hmm. Todd episode where I come at you from what I know beforehand. And then we are going to kiki about it. Are you also going to watch it or it's fresh for you? It's always fresh for me. John and I just watched maybe a couple of months ago, like while in quarantine, um, we watched the concert with the Philharmonic with um, Patti Lapone and George Hearn 
and um, Victoria Clark and <laughs> yes. uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Um, so yeah, that was, I think, that was the New York Philharmonic that they filmed, but there's an album of it with, I believe, the San Francisco Philharmonic that's mostly the same cast, but like Audra McDonald is the old woman instead of Victoria Clark and a couple other changes, I believe. But um, I love that production too. I don't know if that's streaming. I don't think it is because um, it's so old school. But you can, uh, I think Lonnie, I think, directed it. Sure. Sounds right. Lonnie Price. Um, so listeners, if you also want to, maybe this is like a book club. Maybe this is like our, our musical yeah, theater club. Uh, let's watch that this week. And um, we will regroup for part two. And I can't wait. This is, you're listening to Adana before she has seen Sweeney Todd. Next time you hear my voice. After, after a word from our sponsors. <laughs> I will have seen it. You'll hear Dana post Sween. <laughs> I will be a new woman for sure. Okay, so I think that's a wrap. I'm so excited for you. I'm so jealous you get to see Sweeney Todd for the first time. Thank you. Maybe I'll watch it with my dad. He likes musicals. I was going to say, I think you should do all of this with Wayne. I think that would be really fun. Yeah, I think he'd get into Sweeney Todd for sure. Anyway, okay, um, thank you, and we're going to come back with part two after I've seen it. In the Room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizee and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize, and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessieweiner.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at InTheRoomPod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.